When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. We are recording this episode of the Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast. It's Tuesday night, June 6th. The New Orleans Saints wrapped up their final day or their final day of OTAs today um, that had media access before uh, weather pushed the OTAs inside. Next week, we have uh the mandatory mini camp but the story that dominated the news today from OTAs was Michael Thomas was present he mm. wasn't practicing but he was present he was on the field catching some catching some some passes from Derek Carr he didn't participate in any 7 on 7s or any or any full but when asked after OTA practice. He said that by training camp, when training camp comes in July, day one, he's going to be full speed. Mm. Mm. Now, I'm I'm going to be cautiously optimistic, and I and I think that Saints fans should be cautiously optimistic in terms of what they do with this news, because I I almost went back to our tweets from last training camp Mm. when our boy Chris, shout out to White Wealth, made that video of us talking about Michael Thomas being at training camp practice, and then like a week or so later, he was there with the footage of him running. A vast, almost everything that's happened to Michael Thomas in terms of injuries, you can kind of put back on the Saints, right? So I don't want I don't want this to be like a blame session of him being blamed for his his terrible luck recently of no. of injuries that's caused him to miss essentially like three almost three full seasons, which is insane. But Crazy. it's it's good it's good to see it was good to see and i saw the timeline was, was hype about it and saw like his quote about you know him and chris olave and uh rashid shaheed being like the the, the big three and it's like oh yeah. shit yeah don't don't say trey Quan's name in that bitch <laughs> no respect for trey Quan, bro <laughs> As there should fucking shouldn't be, bro. But just as a as a Saints fan, just seeing him, you know, catching passes from Derek Carr, hearing him potentially say that he'll be out there in training camp week one. It like for this team to be whatever for this team to be, you know, we talk about this team being able should be able to win 10, 11 games and on and hashtag on paper, the there should be enough talent for them to do so. He's a key component in that. But also, I, I do want, I think the Saints should kind of take the approach that they kind of took with AK 
this offseason with Michael Thomas. Like they yeah. signed Jamal Williams, they drafted uh Keandre, Keandre Miller, and it's great that Michael Thomas is potentially going to be out there for training camp, but I, I wouldn't that should not be a reason of why you wouldn't trade for a Hunter Renfro. Or if, if Nuke right. Hopkins is wanting to come and it makes sense financially, him being quote unquote back, that shouldn't let you, that shouldn't stop you from potentially signing a, another player or right. trading for a player. No question. And that's the thing, bro. It's just like we're to that point with Michael Thomas. It has nothing to do with him, but it's just like the reality of the situation. The dude just ain't been there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's so it was so sad for us to get like a little taste last year, coming back week one. Taste, bro. Just, just a little, just a little taste. Great, yeah, yeah. yeah, he just had that great second half. He was foaming at the mouth. Just like, oh. You ever, you ever know? You know? You ever have like a situation where like you, you know, you trying to. You know, so you maybe maybe there's someone out there, and you know, you you know, you talk to her, and you know her, you know her cleavage, and you just like, damn, those titties look amazing. Like, who I wonder how they look, and you and you finally get like the nude bra. Like it took took you took you some time. You got oh here we go, and then boom, it's just taken away, just taken away. You can't can't get him in person. You can't touch him. Can't feel him. That's what that felt like, bro. It was just like just got just got got taste. Like I just want I want want to touch it. Touch him. Couldn't touch him. We just it was <laughs> it would have been different if he like was like shit week one, bruh. Like if he just right. like just wasn't right. But to see that he was like still him, bruh, that's what it made. It, it was crazy worse. because it was like you watched him like work through it that whole game. Because remember like the first quarter or so he was like he just wasn't looking right. It was like damn, like time is looking rusty, which was kind of expected. Like it was like, okay, he's a little rusty. Then man, he just started vibing in that second half and kept, caught two touchdowns. It was like, oh man, let's go! And then that was kind of it for the rest of the season. Like, he played a couple of more games, but he was like injured, and you know, Jameis was terrible and it and just hurt. Had had a broke yeah. back. It was just bad, yeah. bro. It was it bad. Was it was bad, bad team management all all around. That anyway. Sorry to to your point of him being back. Like, oh, man, it. And it's like even even if he makes it to week one healthy, <coughs> excuse me, still gonna be tight cheeks, bro. It's gonna be like, yeah. Can they make it to week two? Yeah. Can they make it to week three? This is like we just haven't seen it, bro. So it's just gonna be so fascinating to see how all this works out. Um, but man, like if he if if capital if. If he comes back and he's eighty percent of the Michael Thomas we know, man, I even I would take seventy. If he, like, even if he's even if he's seventy percent, but still available and plays majority so of the what, games, what, 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 take, is, what is seventy percent of Mike Thomas? What, what would that look like as a football player? To you? Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Like I'm thinking, like okay, you know, he never was a speed guy, but maybe right knock a little speed off him. Maybe more like a Colston, where he's more of a box out guy. Um, well, I, I was thinking more. Uh, who? Where did? Where did Anquan Bowden go after he left the? After he left Arizona, he left and Ravens. he had like a 
Yeah, like he had like he had like a little little stint with you know what I'm oh, saying? He, like he had a nice stint with the Ravens. He did. He did. He did. I'm I misremember. He did have a like that's what I'm saying, right? Like, can can you can he be that and just be available? Like for me, I would take as a fan, I would take Michael Thomas being 70% of him from his peak, but able to play at least you know, 13, 14 games and then potentially in the playoffs rather than him being 100% for like five games and then miss the rest of the season. Right. Straight up. And it just adds such a dynamic to the the whole wide receiver group because just the way it's structured because you got your two speed guys uh, with Shahid and Alave and you got your physical receiver with um, with Kamara. You got Juwan Johnson. You got Foster Monroe. Um, and then you got, you know, a plethora of other receivers that's pretty much in competition. You know, uh, Ryan Edwards, A.T. Perry, Traquan Smith. Um, can we, can, I, I, had to, I had to put something out for, for Traquan. I, I'm going, Traquan, I don't, I don't mean baby. to cut you, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I tweeted this, I tweeted this earlier to our, you know, our dude, John, John Hendricks, you know, who that's, that's when I'm reading stuff regarding, OTAs and things like that. I, I go to John. Like I, that's that's John be dropping got. like fifteen thousand words on him, boy. John boom, playing, boom. Man. Light work to John. He he said the, he said the beat's hot. Let me go in on that bitch. But John had a a bullet point from today's OTA write up that he did today. I'm going to read it ver- verbatim. <clears throat> Traquan Smith had a really good showing on the day. While it's OTAs, one of the things Allen said after practice that he doesn't know if Smith has been fully healthy the past few years, but is now. There will be some good competition at this position. Man, I have gotten the Traquan Smith lifetime story enough times. I don't need to watch this. Don't need to watch it. Don't need to watch it, bro. (laughs) And and you we we were just talking about last week of like him not being at OTA. So he did return, obviously. And he did have a good and the, it's like you said last week. Did he he should look good in practice. Did, he, did like, he make an entrance? Like, did he come in like I'm here, baby? <laughs> <laughs> you know what been the funniest <laughs> shit? Remember like if you watch it watching Hard Knocks and like like huge stars that like would make these obnoxious, just gaudy entrances. And stuff, yeah. yeah, could you imagine Trey Pond did that shit, bro? He come, he come he come to the last day of of OTAs with like holding three three crocodiles and alligators just just like he walking dogs, bro. Like, what kind of Get this man to Denver, please, please, please. We'll take a twenty twenty five sixth and be happy with it. Um, but I, I'm just giving a shout out to to John Hendrickson and his his just thorough thorough reporting. Um, anything else you want to add on on Mike Thomas? I, I as a fan, you do like I, you know I like seeing Derek Carr. You know, and he doesn't just do this with Mike Thomas. If you kind of read a lot of the yeah. the, the reports, he is taking time on task to working with Chris Olave, uh, yeah. Mike Thomas, uh, Shahid, whoever the wide receivers are, Juwan, Juwan Johnson, 
it's just little things like that. And I don't want to make it sound like Jameis did not do these things or he wasn't doing these things. Um, But I feel like it's being reported and written about more than Jameis's time as quote unquote starting quarterback. No question. No question. And look, man, it's, it's just been such a transition, you know, the last couple of years. And I think, you know, for Derek Carr, you know, this is it's huge for him, bro. Like, he's coming off a down year. A lot of people think he washed up, you know what I'm saying? Some people never think he was thought he was really good, you know. So it's kind of huge for him to hit the ground running. He's coming in, got the contract, you know, team that believes in him. He got to come and produce. So, like, the pressure's on him, too. I'm sure he's feeling like, look, I got to make – I got to get with all these guys and make sure we're working together, we're on the same page. Because, you know, anything, you know, they come out sluggish, you know, the first couple of weeks just looking off, you know, it, it, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be ugly, bro, you know? So it's up to him to kind of give it. It makes me wonder, like, how they approach preseason. Because I'm, mm, like, that's going to be interesting, man. I'm usually like, man, I don't want to see nobody. Like, I just sit everybody. I don't want to see them at all. But I mean, looking at how they started last year, you know, they might need a little preseason. Derek Carr might need a little more than, you know, one series in the third preseason. Game. I agree, man. I, I, I know, I know most, most people will be like, nah, sit them. But it's something about, it's something about that ability to, there, there's nothing you can do in practice or even, even yeah. joint practices. It doesn't simulate, yeah. it doesn't simulate an actual game. At all, man. At all. Quarterbacks can't get hit. Quarterbacks can't get hit. They don't let you tackle to the ground. It's you know, it's it's not really football until you at least get in the preseason game, and that is at least some semblance of football. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be interesting how they approach that, but we'll see when we get there. Uh, but other than that, man, like you said, it looks it's good that Derek Carr is communicating, uh, talking to everybody, getting with his receivers. It's you know, it looks like a a, a professional organization right here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, it looks like a professional organization. And look, speaking of Jameis, you know, from what I've heard, Jameis looking good too. He's, I don't think he's like a hundred percent healthy. I think he's still dealing with like minor issues with his back and stuff like that. But, you know, can we, can we just, good. Can we just not move on from that so fast. You just said right. this man is still dealing with issues with his back. Yeah, man. Why? What? Uh, all right, I'm not. You know, like what? Mike Tri- like Mike Triplett apparently is this guy because like he he just be letting it loose to Mike Triplett there. You know, he talked to him and he was like, he's still not healthy, but like that's part of the big part of the reason he stayed was you know he could be here, play number two, get himself healthy. You know, and I'm sure part of another reason was you know he didn't get like a massive contract anywhere else, but still you know he stayed here to be somewhere he's comfortable. And you know can get himself right, and hopefully next year, right, can try to you know really compete for a starting job somewhere. You know, if not here, um, but it's you know it's I mean it's good for him to just at least be healthier than he was last year, and, and plus not have that pressure of trying to because remember last year, bro, he wasn't even competing; he was the pencil and starter. Starter, bro. And I just yeah. I just remember reading the reports last year and being like, oh. Like, you know, like Bobby A. Bear, look, say what you want about him. He's not like the greatest commentator or whatever. But like he just kept talking about like, man, watching Jameis at training camp. 
and I'm just not seeing it. You know, I remember that. I remember we we talked about it. Yeah, I was just like, you know, that's just interesting for a quarterback to say that. It's just like, oh, okay, interesting. You know, and then he got hurt. It's all that, you know. So it's such a story with Jameis, but. Now we ain't got to worry about that. Plus, you got, you know, Jake Hayner. We'll see what that leads to. Nice little QB room, bro. You know? It is. It is. Um, This is on my radar, and maybe it shouldn't be. Mm. Is it? Just as a, as a fan. Or especially because we, 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 I don't know, maybe we're like the, like the OTA or, or, kind of just the, in the mindset that there's some there's something a little too like just being being there right for for players and, and whatever what have is, does it bother you is it starting to bother you that ak has been yes, going yes. like okay yes. okay I, 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 it bothers me too man like it maybe you can kind of go back and lean on with like the legal stuff but like we know the things bro like they wouldn't have made him available to to speak and if they had, like, obviously he's going to go, his same response he's been given is like, you know, my attorney advised me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, just, it's, I, it's one of it's those legal situations there's not much to say about it. Like, like, it's just, I, it's just feels, I don't know, something a little, it just bothers me a little bit. It may, it may, at the end of the day, it may might, may not mean a single thing, but it's, it's, it's propped on my radar. I mean, to me, it's a little disappointing because, okay, you, you watch the team bring in all these different running backs. Right. Um, you're looking at a possible suspension this year. You know, I mean, it would just be good to be there and be like, look, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And look, the league is down on their kid. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's down on their kid. I mean, I've seen all these top 10, top 20 RB lists, AK like 12, 13, 14. And I can't really argue against it. I'm just like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You know, like, until we until we see otherwise, like until we see otherwise, like I feel like my eye test when I see him, he doesn't look any different. Like it's not like he's washed. I don't see a washed player, but you know it's the offense. It's you know everything. It's all everything that that goes to being productive that's hurting him. But to me, I mean, like if I was him, man, I would I would want to be trying to get everything worked out with Derek Carr right now. But right now, uh, Jamal Williams. I mean, he's mm-hmm. getting the majority of stats right now because he's pretty, it's pretty much him and the rookie. And the rookie, um, Miller, he's, you know, he's injured right now. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's working back, but he's not, like, getting all the snaps or whatever. So, really, Jamal Williams be getting majority of the snaps, which is good for him. Like, that's a positive. Like, he should be hitting the ground running, man. Running. He's been, he's been getting all the snaps. He hype. He just like, you know, just like Mark Ingram was, just dancing and, and all that. So he should fit right in, bro. Okay, I just I, I wanted to bring it up because yeah, it's just, nah, it was on my radar, bro. Mine too, man. Um, anything else? Like we're not planning to go super long on on this pod. Uh, we just wanted to kind of have a quick, quick touch, touch in, yeah. touch base. Only thing that's just gonna stand out to me, and we knew it was gonna be this way. We knew it, but still looking at it. It's offensive line, bro. Ew. <laughs> just, I look at these names. Storm Norton. This <laughs> is right tackle Storm Norton. Like, what is, like, what is going on here, bro? It's like, like, the, it's like the like 
Pete's not there. Ryan Ramchick, you know, uh, I should say, I shouldn't say he hasn't been there. Uh, so Ryan Ramchick's been there off and on throughout OTAs. Well, you got to ice Trevor, that knee up, baby. That knee. <laughs> Trevor Penning's there, but can't really, you know, can't practice, isn't practicing. He's not in a boot, but, you know, I've, I've said on this podcast that, um, you know, that in, the injury that he, he sustained was potentially worse than the injury that Caesar, like they oh, were both Liz Frank injuries, Cause, but because Reeves different. has like been getting like work on the field and right. Pinning and just like chilling, chilling. Um, it, I, I'll, I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face, man. Like all, all those weapons and nice additions and all that's great, great and fine and dandy. But if, if the offensive line, like, like, I'm not even saying they have to be like top five, like, right. but can you just be average? Like, just don't be terrible. And, and play together. Like, yeah, because that's the big thing. Because the like, last time we seen like the starting five, I just don't remember. Was it? Was it the? Was it the game that Penning got hurt? I don't even know if that. I don't even know if that was the starting five. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. Couldn't tell. Preseason. That <laughs> preseason game. Bro. <laughs> and us oh, hype, boy. <laughs> Not not falling for the banana in the tailpipe hey, trick again, bro. Hey, not doing it. Hey. I'll be at the so I I think there's so their first preseason games against the Chiefs, and then their second preseason game is against the Chargers, and they're going to be in LA leading up to that and having the joint practices. I don't think I'll be able to attend in the joint practices because I'll be in Canada for a concert, but I will be at the Chargers preseason game. Um, so I'll, you know, have the the eyes, all 22, you know, give some thoughts about, you know, what what I see at that preseason game. But I'm not not falling for it again, man. I ain't going to do it. Not not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah, man. Defensively. So Offensive line, line is just like, it's going to be a question until we get into the season because even through training camp, it's not going to be, you know, all together, you know what I'm saying? So it's just going to be one of the things we just like to wait and see. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be like a wait and see type of situation. And I, I just, it's until I, until, like you said, until I see it and I we can at least say, okay, this is who the offensive line is and this is what we're moving forward with. It'll give me more comfort. And let's be let's be real, bro. Like James Hurst is like a key key component to this team. Key, bro. Uh speaking speaking of things on my on my radar. Um as uh, this is a quick aside, as I'm on kind of my 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 Twitter I have a window or a tab with Twitter open. Um and it gives you like the who to follow and it's recommending that I follow bank of America and bank of America's little avatar logo is like the rainbow. Like it's like, man, co- companies be like black history month, pride month, bro. They, <laughs> they didn't change, bro. It's changed. They used, they used to do like, they used to avoid that shit. Now they like, they lean in. <laughs> Soon as that, that calendar fucking turns, bro. <laughs> Drop like a bat. I mean, it just means like, why is there a Bank of America 
float at the primaries. What's going on here? You know, on the bigger picture, like it's not even nothing to do with like Pride Month, but it's just like from a corporate standpoint, we know corporations, bro. We know what they care about. We know they don't care. Bottom dollar, bro. Bottom Bottom dollar. dollar. It's like, what is going on? It is very fascinating to me. Um, the I, I tweeted this a couple of days ago just because, you know, Captain Terrell tweeted it. And I don't know if she was the first or the only person. I'm pretty sure she wasn't the only person. But, like, it was, like, the update for uh, Marcus Mays, like, court, next court date, trial dates in July. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> like why, 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 why couldn't they just pay Marcus Williams his $2 million, bro? Like, Bro, like, I don't even know what Marcus May's status with the team is. Like, is he gonna get suspended? I don't know, Ryan. I don't, I don't. It's crazy. I was listening to Greg Cassell, I think he was on the Ross Tucker podcast, and you know, it could have been something else. I don't know, but he was talking to they were talking to no, he was Doug, Doug Farrar, and they were talking about oh, Doug, Doug, I've been blocked by Doug for a couple of years now, bro. You blocked him or you blocked me? He blocked me. Oh, that's weird. That's uh, great. I it was the year the Chiefs made the Super Bowl the first time, and he was oh. like waxing like poetically about oh. like Tyreek. Like it was, but it was like to the point like the the like it was just like, and I just made a, I may have quote tweeted because you know how I'm on Twitter. I don't give a fuck who you are, but I right. quote tweeted and I was like, like, are we gonna talk about like him like being like a terrible person? And then he blocked me. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, it was like. They were talking about like why two deep, you know, t- two deep safeties, two deep defenses has become such a thing in the NFL lately. Um, and you know what, like, what does this mean? Why is this happening? And you know, one of the reasons Greg Cassell talking about it's just so like college is not putting out that deep center field safety anymore. You know, what I'm saying it don't like, exist, man. It just don't exist in college. <laughs> and when they do exist, you kind of gotta. Squint and see, like, oh, you know, maybe we could play this role, but they're not playing that college, you know. And Mike Marcus Williams, he played that at Utah, and he yep. played that in the NFL. He was a center field safety with great range, ball skills, all that stuff. Qu- questionable tackling skills. He he was who he was, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just crazy to be like that. Just they, they just couldn't update too. Like, but I mean, you know. And look, from a financial standpoint, maybe they looked at it and say, you know, maybe it's just not valuable. Maybe they said, you know, hey, we could we could find two safeties, play too deep, you know, move guys around. Just like you said, bro, like Dennis Allen is almost a mirror image of Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like Sean Payton, he looked at wide receivers and it was like, eh, man, I can get some guidance from, you know, Timbuktu University. As long as he could run it this route and that route, we can make something work. Austin Carr, yeah. Keith, Keith Kirkwood, the, the exactly. Brandon Coleman, the, the list goes on. <laughs> and DA probably the same way, bro, especially with safeties. He's like, yeah, man, you know, is he long? You know, is he absolutely, yeah, yeah, we could, you know, as long as he can get to the spot on time, we can feel we'll be all right, you know. But I don't know, bro. I don't know, you know. Like, I thought Malcolm Jenkins, when he came back, I thought he made a difference, you know. Marcus oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, he absolutely did. He absolutely did. Marcus Williams made a difference, bro. Like that was some difference making defense. Marcus May? Uh, I, I gotta uh, see it, bro. I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't. Honey Badger? 
Honey, <laughs> I know they drafted Jordan Howden in, in the draft, bro. Can we, can we get Daniel Sorensen back, bro? Daniel Sorensen, man. It was good to see uh, Brian, Brian Breesy kind of getting some, some first team snaps on the, on the defensive line. Mm -hmm. And like we, we previously said, it was just, just good that he's just healthy, like Mm -hmm. just that he's not hurt. Um, So that was good to see a little thing. In, in John Hendricks write up kind of made mention of Malik Flowers on draft the free agent. Keep hearing about him. Keep it's, hearing about him, bro. It's early, bro. Like I I yeah. I haven't seen a single thing. It's it's early, but his kind of analogy and kind of comparing him a little to to Shahid kind yeah. of raised my made my eyebrows raise a little bit. Just a little bit. Keep hearing about him, man. I mean, we'll see. But, you know, that could be a player. I keep hearing about DeMarco Jackson. Uh, he was drafted last year, right? With, yes, last year. And got injured, like, real early in camp. So we didn't – like, we had no idea what he could do. But I keep hearing, dude, just, like, super fast linebacker. You know, some people think he's going to beat out Zach Ball. And I'm like, Shh, well, okay, yeah, <laughs> probably. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's what? like <laughs> – <laughs> what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just interesting, you know. Like, if he could be, if he could be a factor, because that linebacker depth is atrocious, like trash, bro. Like Demario Davis and Pete Warner, mm, chef kiss, beautiful. After that, whoosh, just gotta pray. Yeah, it's pray. it is not not good. After that, the Taysom Hill also kind of yeah. seems like he's he's been noticeably missing all of the OTAs. Not there, and... bro. Not there. There's some, there's some there are some big names, and I and I'm not saying the overall attendance has been no. bad, right? Because mm-hmm. it hasn't been. But there's some some names from Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo. Taysom Hill. Let him more vibes, bro. He just out there catching vibes, bro. Uh, Andres P, which it's like, it's like, bro, can you can you get can you be at OTAs, P? Just whoop P ass, bro. Like, <laughs> you be, be at OTAs. Um, man, taste the Taysom. Let's get back to Taysom, bro. Let's go. Talk to I am I am so fascinated by this because Dave with the pains link. To pretty much fill every hole that Taysom fills, every single one of them, like running back, like he's he's basically been a running back. And he was a great running back last year. Yep, so yeah, he was he was he was great in short short yardage. You know that role is pretty essentially For potentially Cleveland, filled by Cleveland Jamal Williams. Game, the Cleveland game, the, the the Seattle game, like dude was a beast. What happens to those snaps? Like, are you going to take Derek off the field? Let him do, do direct snap? But doing that, you're not giving to AK, you're not giving to Jamal Williams, you're not giving to KJ Miller. Is that what you're gonna do? Are you gonna have him in the tight end room again? You know, you got two good tight ends now. Uh, it's like not a backup anymore, backup quarterback. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, and when when Da was asked about it today, he said like, you know, the plan is for him to stay in the tight tight end room, which what he did last year, and it's like. 
Okay, I just I need to I need to see it. I need to see yeah, like seventy yards as a tight end. So I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. What are we doing here? Like, I don't know what I don't know what to make of Taysom because it's it's a weird position because he's so like he's saved the team so many times. Like yeah, man. We screamed on the zooms last year. Like, why aren't you giving Taysom the ball? You know, and now it's like. You know, should he get the ball or should they give it to these other guys that, you know, they've collected? I don't know. I mean, I would I think I would say from a football standpoint, is that until all these other players that you've, you know, added, you know, Jamal Williams, who I'm not like scared of if him not working out as a signing, but like Jamal Williams, Foster Moreau, whoever, until like it's all about I got to see it because I feel like up to this point, Taysom, Taysom has earned or should have, by now should have earned the the benefit of the doubt of what he's able to do and what he's been able to bring to the team, which at times the offense has been dreadful. And he, you know, at times he's been able to put the offense on his back in the Saints we're able to win games, especially that Seattle game, which I didn't watch because I was on the flying, but win games that they absolutely should have not had no business winning, no business winning. Like, like let's not forget that the offense was looking so bad week one against the Falcons until Taysom started having some big runs. So then Jamie came in and made some plays, but really Taysom kind of kicked it off. he, He, he was the, he was the spark plug. So like, while those, the roles, the roles that he has played in the past has been filled by other players. Like, I need to see the other players take the ball out of his hands. Is the best way I can word it. Like, that's, that's the perfect way to say it, bro. Take the ball out of his hands. Take the ball out of his hands. But until well, then, he's like, not here. Like, he's not here. Right. So like, right. So that. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. It just. I don't. I don't think it would super super shock me. I don't know. Could they could they trade him? Like could they trade? I would. I don't think I'd be shocked for it. I would not be a fan of that trade because to me, even for like Da and his shenanigans, he has to know that he has to win this season. Yeah. So I don't want the Saints to be kind of like the whole CD thing, although that was a different thing entirely, but like, like, ah, uh, like it's okay. Like we got players that can play that role. We can right. afford to trade. Like, no, man, don't, don't do that. Just who knows a player could get hurt. And plus like this, we are no TAs. We don't give any training camp and, or until like a player can take the ball out of his hands with their play, keep giving him the ball and keep having him a part of the game plan. He makes the offense better when he is on and he's such a unicorn type of player that that's not a thing I would be seeking out to get rid of. I agree, bro. I agree. And it's, it's just going to be one of those things. We got to watch how it plays out. Cause 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like, what, what's going to happen with him? If I was Pete Carmichael, bro, man, like, you should be in the lab right now. Right now, Ryan. That's cooking. You, I, I'll be cooking. in the lab right now. You know what I'd be doing, bro? This, I, I don't know what Pete doing. He, you know, Pete probably is. I'm not, I'm going to say that he, oh, you know what? I don't even know, bro. You know what he should be doing? I'm watching some of, like, the, the cut-ups from from Kansas City last season. I'm watching mm. cutters from, like, the Eagles. And be like, okay, I got Taysom here. And they had Jalen Hurts. Maybe I can look at some things that the that Nick Sirianni potentially did with Jalen Hurts as a runner that maybe I, we could. Like, bruh, there's so much tinkering. And if, if you're an offensive coordinator besides the o-line that's in tatters obviously but assuming that o-line is decent you should be looking at what you have available to you offensively and you should be erect bruh like you should be like like ooh, like this is it bruh like it's it's, it's the shannon meme the shannon shannon sharp meme where he drank the the, 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 (laughs) that's where like that's what pete should be right now like Anyway, um, a couple more, th- you know, a uh, couple more things hit on really quickly. Uh, thoughts on the the kicker competition? Very fascinating, uh, man. Like it's it's a real competition. Got Will Lutz. I can't. What's the other dude's name? Um, uh, is, is it like is he like a the fish? Is it group group groupie groupie <laughs> groupie grouper? Something like that. <laughs> no, that's 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 Zeke, that's Zeke that's Zeke Elliott, the the roper. <laughs> but man, like from what I'm hearing, like the dude is hitting kicks, looking good, man. Like so, it's real competition for Lutz. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, we just got a guy. They had another kicker that they cut uh, last week, I think. But now it's just down to two. So I mean, we'll see, bro. I don't think it's like a fake, like a fake competition. I think. Say what you want about DA, and I was, we've both said a bunch. Like, it looks like he has competition pretty much at every spot on his team, bro. Like, there's good, point. good competition good at point, every man. spot on his team. And special teams was atrocious last year. Um, so it needs to be better. It has to be better. So the kicking game, I, I'm not in love with anybody. I think Lutz probably has the edge. And I could see, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe the kicker. The other kicker catches a tight hamstring or something and, you know, gets hit on IR or something like that. But you never know, bro. Like, it, it's going to come down to who's making the kicks and who they believe in because every kicker comes in, every kicker comes in as a young guy at some point, you know what I'm saying, and wins out the job. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But I just – I'm glad they brought in competition and not as like, oh, Will lets us the guy. And, you know, right. He's been good for us because he – he wasn't terrible last year, but man, he missed some bad kicks. He missed some he, bad he missed kicks. some bad kicks. He missed a lot of like, like 
to the to a point all kicks that are missed are game changing kicks, but man, it's like the timing of the kicks oh, he missed last season, it's bro. It was terrible. And awful. it's like we all knew. It's we all knew it was like yes. that shit. <laughs> right. This <laughs> is <laughs> we all do it. We all do we, it. We'd all call it. We'd all call it in the fucking the zooms before before it happened. Um. All right. Any anything else? Uh. Anything. So here. So obviously, with the I believe it's like a three day mandatory mini camp. Uh. Next week. Uh. Our plan will be. I think Ryan and I will. We'll record next Wednesday because I will be in Vegas with the fam seeing Usher that that weekend. So I want to make sure, want to make sure Usher baby. Um, want to make sure we we get out a, a mini camp uh, pod next week. So we'll record that Wednesday night. Yeah, because we're we're flying to Vegas on on Thursday. Um, anything else? Just OTA ish. Um. I really like just just a quick quick thing. I really like kind of just this mm, develop the continued development of a Chris Olave. Yeah. Um, he had a great had a damn good rookie season. We saw a lot of good things, but you know there was you know obviously when we we kind of kind of talked about it at at nauseum of sometimes like you know he missed he missed a catch and he he didn't bring it in or. You know, just just little things, or just I got like, and I, it's just good to see he's kind of taking taking that taking that next step mm-hmm. on on developing and being being a good wide receiver, man. Like I think truly the, the sky is the limit of how oh. good he can be, um, oh, and it seems like he's 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 adding on uh, onto his his good rookie season that he had. Yeah, add on to that, he's adding on weight. I can't think he said he's like 192 pounds now. Um, we'll see how that, you know, levels out over time. But he obviously went into the offseason wanting to get, like, stronger, you know, stronger at the point of attack, which is what he needed to do. Um, so, yeah, that's huge, bro. He just, you know, like, ever since he came in, bro, he just always seemed like that professional yes. wide receiver. And he, we have we have such a high bar for him. I mean, do had over a thousand yards as a rookie, and we're like, oh, you need to work on this, you need to work on that, right? Right. And that's just a high bar he set for himself. Like we want him to be great, you know what I'm saying? And he wants to be great. He's under Mike Thomas's watch. Like they've hung out all off season and working out together and stuff like that. So, yeah, like you said, bro, the sky's the limit for him. You know, just stay healthy and. You know, keep grinding at it. Him and Shahid, kind of rookies coming up together. I think it's gonna be like a nice dynamic duo, bro. Can we? Can I, I don't want to read Keith Kirkwood's name anymore, bro. I don't, don't want to. Why? Why are we talking about him? Don't know why. Why is he there? I, I, man, like I get, he's like a camp, a camp body, but can we keep Keith Kirkwood out the paint? Um, one one last thing, and I don't know. I, I saw the the discourse about it in our Discord, and I, I'm assuming something happened on Twitter where it was like maybe reported or hinted at that the Washington Commanders, um, you know, potentially pass rusher Chase Young might be mm-hmm. gettable. Uh, Leonard Floyd signed with the Bills. Uh, I've I've been saying pretty consistently that if if a team made a good 
define whatever you define by good, a good uh, uh, trade offer to Washington for Chase Young um, that he's gettable. And it seems yeah. like that's kind of what the, the buzz is becoming, quote unquote, official now. And I really to throw them away. They just right. So it goes, it goes back to this thing, right? You know, this, the, the team has kind of painted themselves as all in, and they, they did kind of similar last season as well. If to me, if you want to be all in, okay, this is, if you want to, if you want to show to me that you're all in as a team, as a team, you're you want to win and you're serious about it. You trade, trade, the Raiders, a fourth round pick, you get Hunter Renfro in and trade Washington, Denver's second round pick next year. Contingent that there's already um, a long, uh, like a reasonable long-term deal worked out with Chase Young. And there you go, man. There you go. There you go. You, you, you all in, you've, you've revamped your, your defensive line. You don't have to, and not that I think that they're, you know, banking on anything with Peyton Turner, but like whatever you, at that point, whatever you get from Peyton Turner is just like icing on the cake. Right. Like if, if it was me, if I was in the front office, this, that is the move. Those are the two moves I would be banging the table for right now to really, because if you take the, that team with those two players, that I just said, you added them to this Saints team. I know we keep saying hashtag on paper, and I get it, but that's that's one of the that's one of the best teams in the NFC. Like easy, like for real, bro. Like that is one of the best teams in the NFC. Easy, bro. Easy, and you know, but they have to show it, man. They do. They do. Yeah. It's going to be so fascinating to see how all this works out, especially with the coaching. Mm. Like, can these players make these coaches better? Mm. That's what I want to see. Um, that, we, that's 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 the million dollar question, man. It looked like DAs. Like I was just looking at like uh, the, you know football outsiders uh, DVOA. Like it's crazy. The Saints have has a, had a top ten defense since uh, 2017. That's you know, wild, man. Under DA, you know it's 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 that's that's wild, bro. Like that's like that's something you can hear because you know we know we talk about how you know how defenses you know they go up and down every year, but to have a top ten, most of them top five as far as you know football outsiders DVOA, which look you can look it up and see what that means, but. I think it's pretty accurate as far as like telling the true story of right. how good a team or a defense is. Oh, I mean, that's pretty good, but man, this year is the big test because a lot of moving pieces have changed out. So it's going to really tell a you know tell a tale of where coaching and player skill sets mm-hmm. meet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to tell a huge, scene. huge story. All right, don't want to go, don't want to go too long. Just wanted to get on here, have a a quick chat regarding OTAs, Michael Thomas, and just other little nuggets um, yeah. before mandatory mini camp. And then we'll be back next Wednesday uh, recording an episode on, on our mini camp thoughts up to that point. And then after mandatory mini camp, bro, like it's crickets. Goodbye. Crickets. When, 
and when when does training camp start? Does training camp start when I'm only like July twenty sixth or something like that? Okay, okay, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll 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 be back from from vacation. Um, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, if they start training camp while I'm in Hawaii, like, like this podcast is gonna have to wait till. <laughs> wait, bro. Um. Anyway, thank y'all for for the support as as always. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, as as the dark the the dog days of the off season go on, um, you know, sometimes we Ryan and I have to kind of really think about okay, what what can we talk about? What content are we able to talk about? Record for this episode, but luckily it's been pretty coming pretty consistent for us and you know the saints is being the saints always give us something to talk about so thank y'all for the continued listens thank y'all for the support um we appreciate it um for all the you know patreons that we have all the new patreons that we we have we continue to get we appreciate that um our our goal in terms you know our goal still is to get to 200 patreons we're we're 11 away um, been so, a goal about two years, boy. I know, bro. I, keep, I I do feel like we'll hit it. Like I, I am like ninety percent confident that, that once the season starts, that we'll we'll hit it. But my goal is for us to hit it prior to the season starting. So, so if you are a fan and you um, have been listening and you you want to become a Patreon and you kind of just been like ah just. Just be just even if like Ryan said, a, a dollar Patreon, you know, we, we're really trying to get those those last eleven Patreons uh so we can hit our goal. But thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for just being an amazing community. Um, thank you for all the the feedback. You know, shout out to the guy on Twitter who reached out to us and let us know about um, you know, Ryan's audio and it being kind of yeah. low and I know, I think, believe Mark in our Discord kind of brought the same thing, so we troubleshooted that. So his audio should be good to go. No more it being low. Um, but truly, we we appreciate y'all so 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 much. Absolutely, thank you. Uh, so, any continued support, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is, please continue retweeting, liking, all that stuff, putting it on you know put it in your, in your story on instagram everything that that we put on social media we we appreciate it because the more eyes and more engagement we get on the podcast the better it is um that we can get more people listening and and continue to build and grow our community which is ultimately what our our goal is is about is just building on the great amazing community that we've built and just make making it bigger man um just making it bigger and and keep keep reaching it so with that, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Wednesday to record the mandatory minicamp podcast episode. With that, we're out. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.